for the bin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not alone. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Congratulations on winning our Oscar pool, Kenton. I, I, it's funny that I didn't even think of it that way because uh, things. I got 19 out of 24. You really got, what, good. 15? 12. Oh, well. I was, doing, I was doing well until we hit the major awards. I went all in wow. on 1917, and that failed me uh, because, of course, uh, Parasite went what a bunch of big awards. What did Chris get out of 24? Chris got 15, I think he got. So a little okay. bit better than me, and he said he was happy with that. And and I know this is the Star Wars nerds, and we'll talk about Star Wars in a second. Yeah. But I just thought, but if we wait till next week on Media Nerds to talk about this, nobody's going to care. So let's just, we're coming off yeah. the Oscars. And Star you know, Wars was nominated. It's, it's on But topic. it didn't win, and that was very surprising to me. Well, there's some, there's... Uh, you know, as I was filling out the ballot, and at first, and maybe the reason I don't think of it as a victory, because at first I was I was like getting them all right, like the first yeah, me the too. first ten yeah. awards, all I was the, like all the technical yeah. awards I was getting right and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I was sure. like this, and I am on fire. I even chose um, the sh- short feature. Oh really? Like, yeah, oh, okay. oh yeah. I I was like I was like oh luck is sm- lady luck is smiling on me, and then <laughs> there was some. I mean. There was some uh, surprise, I, and I wasn't necessarily opposed to those twists and turns. I like a lot of this, the, the ones that won. Um, the only category that I chose with my heart and not my head was uh, Best Documentary. I chose For Sama because I thought I was like, it. I, I, and I actually have a trouble choosing between that and Honeyland. But my brain told me American Factory would win, and it did win. Okay. So there's a couple like that where I was like, uh, I probably should have... Uh, once again, leave your heart out of it. What I what I hold calculating what, logic. The lesson I learned this year is that I really can't go into this trying to vote with my heart no. on any of them no. because you're never going to get it right, and uh, and you have to really kind of try to put yourself in the in the minds of the voters of the Oscar voters, which I thought I was doing with by picking Marriage Story, but everyone thought I was crazy. I just didn't like the, the Joker as much as everybody did, I guess. I, I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was a blown, blowing, like an amazing I thought it was performer. fine, too. It's fine, yeah, but it's yeah. not like a, like a, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't it hate award. it, but I'm also never going to watch it again. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, I thought his speech yeah. was better than his performance in the, no, I'm just joking. Um, the, well, yeah. I liked, I liked his speech. Uh, he, when he started talking about little baby cows, yeah. and then I was like, "This is not going to end well." But yeah, he did. he did. Yes, he managed to salvage it from the baby cows. I was like, "I didn't way to go." Like that's tough. Yeah, for he sure. He dug himself a hole and dug out, as opposed to uh, Renee Zellweger, who just kept digging. <laughs> she Renee, did. yeah, yeah, she's the next. They didn't play anybody yeah. off, eh? They didn't do that for anybody. I think most people were pretty good about the length of the speeches, but those yeah. two were not. Uh, but they did not play them off. I guess with those major categories, you don't play them off. Because then they're... that becomes the story. Right, exactly. Interesting. Oh, they, they almost played off Parasite. They almost played it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah. like, no, no, we won't. That was the more. only time it happened yeah. at the very last But I think award. there was a miscommunication. I thought they yeah, thought they yeah. were done. Uh, and then, of course, the yeah. big surprise to everybody, having Eminem come out there and perform his his Oscar award-winning song from 2003. The, yeah, the link. They should have <laughs> actually said, and even Eminem said afterward, he had a brief interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, where he said uh, when he was originally nominated, he didn't even, it was sort of totally off his radar. He didn't really know what was going on. And his agent even apparently was like telling him about it and at the time. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know what this is sort of thing. And he didn't so, know what the Academy Awards was? No, he really didn't. He, he, he I said, don't know about that. He said he just didn't, he was just, it was so far off his radar and people were enjoying 
what he was doing, and he had other things to think about. Uh, and so he's like, so. yeah, I think I'll do it. But I thought I had trouble recognizing him at recognizing yeah, well, him at first. But also, like, what the hell is he doing? That song is better than any of the other songs that were nominated this year. So let's just give that song another Oscar. Like, Let me I think. Was there any song? There was, was nothing. There, none even of those, the, oh, even that Elton John was. Yeah, a it was lame, not very weak. Yeah, very weak. That was a lame shadow of what Elton John and Bernie Taupin can write. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think come on. that. Uh, it was a fun watch, but in the end, you know, it was fine the way it turned out. I will say, other than The Irishman, which didn't win anything, which I loved that it didn't win anything, other than The Irishman, I liked all the Best Picture nominees, so it was a good year, a good year for movies. Well, and when Parasite won, it was such a shocker. It was yeah. a jaw-dropper. Yeah, it's always fun, though, when that and, happens. And, has it, and winning... Okay, your best foreign film. It's like the night's over. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Like, that's no, all it's could, not. That's all I could have hoped yeah. for was to get that, and then not, no. It actually uh, director um, yeah. ed- editing. Did it get edited? No, no. Ford versus Ferrari got editing. Yeah. Um, director and best picture it got, and then that was a surprise. I thought when he got director, I'm like, okay, fine, but they'll give best picture to 1917. Nope. So 1917 was almost almost nothing. It got a lot of the yeah. little technical ones. Like I said, it got all the the, the, the costume design and that kind of stuff. Oh, no, no, it got, that was Little Women. I thought, yeah, that's right. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The two categories that I cynically predicted were costumes because they loved the, the period, uh, the period piece. piece. Yeah. And they did. And also Bombshell for makeup. Yes. They did. The yeah. fake nose yeah, continues right. <laughs> its dominion over Oscar. That's you funny. put you put someone in a fake nose, you just get ready for that makeup Oscar. That's right. You get it. So Star yeah, Wars yeah, yeah. did not win uh, anything. I didn't expect it to win for special effects. I thought it would for sure win for a score because it is John mm. Williams' last thing. He's 88 years old. He's probably not going to be working a ton more. But they ended up giving it to uh, Joker. Uh, was Joker. It was this young kind of up-and-coming female uh, composer, which is fine. But, I mean, I was just surprised that they didn't give John Williams a final kind See, of See, I award. ultimately, I was torn between those two. Just ripped to shreds. And then I ended up going with Joker because I thought, all right, this is not going to win. It's going to get actor. I think that was pretty clear, like pretty clear. Um, and I was like, what else would they give it as a consolation prize? And I eventually settled on that. Yeah. But uh, uh, I hoped John Williams would win that. Yeah. So and and they uh, and then they gave uh, Martin Scorsese a pity standing O because he didn't win anything. Uh, but uh, Bong Joon Ho uh, kind of you know gave his nod to like that's Martin mm. Scorsese. He influenced me oh. and we wouldn't be anywhere, which is absolutely val- valid. And they were giving him standing O, and he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You should have given me the Oscar. And Scorsese so. seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. When you see him, good sport, laughing at jokes. About I, I, uh, the joke about I like the first season of The Irishman. That's funny. Good joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. long movie, funny. Um, but I also, you know, I've said that Irishman sort of left me cold too to the extent that I almost, there's almost something about it that I think I missed. There's almost something that I think. I, I agree. For me, it got lost in the uh, translation to my phone screen watching it on the bus on the way home every day. See, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I watched it. Le- I did that legit, out of spite. But... I, just, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put take any other time out of my day for this. Like I kept when I was watching the film, I kept thinking, oh, it's nice to see these actors again. But I never really became embroiled in the film. Yeah, yeah. Not, not like Goodfellas or Casino, where I where I was just like, oh, even today, I could watch both of those today, and it would seem like it would. It would uh, they're long movies, but I they it, they always go by so fast. Whereas Irishman, it does not go by fast. No, it goes by no, quite slowly. No. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We're not, we're not going to talk any more uh, Oscar stuff, but uh, we are going to talk about some Star Wars clickbait. Oh, Jabba. What now? <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me. 
I have an issue with the headline. The headline is, the full original Star Wars 9 script has supposedly leaked. I don't like the word supposedly there. Uh, and it gives fans the ending they deserved. I just don't like this headline because it's like, what is the ending we deserve? Why? Yeah. What does that mean, the ending? I guess I have to click to find out. Well, I clicked on it. You don't have to. But essentially what the story says, uh, the first paragraph, six. this is from Esquire, by the way, uh, 16 pages into the recently leaked script for Duel of the Fates, which may or may not be completely fake, an alien is executed by a lightsaber guillotine. Five pages after that, Kylo Ren's face is violently mutilated by a surge of red lightning. His skin is later scalded with a mask made from burning hot Mandalorian iron. In the end, Ray's eyes are cauterized and Hux, now a chancellor of the First Order, commits seppuku with a decorative lightsaber. That's kind of the, the broad strokes of the story here. That And again, this has been going on for a few weeks, and I'm surprised that this is still in the news. But there's not, really not been a ton of other Star Wars news out there to well, kind of dethrone it. But Trevorrow has uh, confirmed that art that leaked. Yeah, there was, there was some. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. This thing, this this piece right here. That's, a uh, new, that's new, right? It is new, but it's like this convinces me that this whole thing is fake. You, I don't think that this is a real script. That I think somebody wrote it to match the art that was leaked. Oh, well, and there was a... Uh, um, what was it that leaked before? A, a, a portion of this leak, the broad yeah, strokes yeah. of it leaked. And so somebody, that was two weeks ago. So oh, that somebody, was the person on Reddit, right? Yeah. Who described what happened. Yeah. Right. So, and so this person is now at two weeks to actually write the full script, which is now what is leaked. The full script is leaked of the film. I and so I, I don't think this is real. Uh, it, and it's all it does is kind of serve to show us that now everyone's saying this is way better than the rise of Skywalker Walker actually was. And so all this is saying is, okay, yeah, they could have come up with some better ideas for this film. And I don't think this was the actual script they were they were working with. They had to have a what do you think the reason was why do you think they fired Trevor? Do you have an a, Not kind of a speculation clue. on that? It could be like, anything. Well, I mean, it could have been knows? a personality conflict. Yeah. Been, at the time his uh his movie Book of Henry was not well received. Uh he had a bit of a flop on his hands there. But uh, no, they never really were clear about why they they let him go, right? I don't think they were, and uh, it, and that means it could be anything. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to say. But I, I just think, and this... certainly he's not alone. Well, it's no, exactly. Else's... Yeah, there's there's been a you know yeah. whole rash of firings of directors. But I just mm -hmm. think that uh, you know this is just another it's another platform from which people can complain about the rise of Skywalker and how much it mm -hmm. quote unquote sucks. And I still have not seen it the third time that I said I was going to see it. It still is in theaters. I can I could go see it if I wanted to. So could I, but uh, but I'm probably not going to. At I'm this point. paying for Disney Plus right now, and I know it's going to land there. So yeah, I've, have you used Disney Plus since the Mandalorian? Ended? Uh, Clone Wars starts next week. Right. So, okay. So, so uh, keep us hooked in. Okay. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. And that's okay. Like I want new content on yep. there, or else I will pull the plug until the Mandalorian. I comes back. was about to pull the plug, and then Kirk Douglas died, and then I watched Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea because I want to see Kirk. Douglas oh, movie. I should probably watch so that. It's too, a yeah. good movie, and and he is so good in that. Yeah. Like, I love that. I uh, saw that in the theater when I was a kid. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> what that, year did that, that come? Well, out? that's in the, it was released in the fifties. So you must have seen the re-release. Well, of it Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It had to be a re-release, <laughs> but I did. I, it was probably one of those uh, double features. Yeah, okay. That they used to run. I'm quite. Yeah, it had to be. I'm sure that I saw it on TV during the Wonderful World of Disney when yeah. they used to show the movies on Sundays. But um, but yeah, like Disney Plus, uh, they do have that coming up. They've also confirmed. I think someone's confirmed that the uh, Diego Luna series, the uh, kind of the Rogue One prequel, I guess it is. Um, obviously, yeah. it has to take place before uh, Rogue yeah. One. Uh, is starting to film this year, and we do have Mandalorian season two confirmed for September. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be lots of Star Wars content coming to. 
Disney Plus. Are you going to rewatch any Clone Wars before the uh, no, new series starts? No, I got it out of my system. I watched the entire. I've I've not missed an episode. Yeah, there might have been one or two I fell asleep during or something like that might have happened, but uh, I'm good. I I remember a lot of it. And the stuff I don't remember, I probably don't need to watch again. I don't, I don't, I, I never did watch the entire thing. I've watched, I kind of watched a good chunk of the first couple of seasons mm-hmm. and then I kind of fell off of it. But I think I might go back and find a guide somewhere that, to show me like the best episodes and what to watch because there is a lot of filler in there. It is a full like 20 something episodes mm-hmm. per season, five or six seasons or whatever it is. So there's a lot of, of episodes of, of that. They go by series. pretty quick, I yeah. have to say. Like they're shorter episodes and. Uh, the storylines are pretty good, and the, but the jumping around uh, could make you crazy beca- right. because of the way they. But the, the, I think what this it. new season will do is it'll it actually leads into uh, either Rogue One or into Episode Four, as far as like taking. Oh no, sorry, Episode Three rather. Mm-hmm. It, it leads into Episode Three right until like up to the point where I think that that where the um what's his name is kidnapped. Palpatine is kidnapped mm. by Dooku and all that other stuff that happens at the beginning of Episode Three. Right. So that's that, I think that's where this this series will end. So we have kind of a continuous uh, storyline there. Yeah. I have not been playing Fallen Order as much as I would like. Mm-hmm. I finished the Kashyyyk level, which is a lot of fun. I love it when. Uh, can we should we talk spoilers or no on this? Oh sure. Okay. I mean it's been out for so. It's been long. out for a long. Anybody yeah. who wants to play it should play it. But the the. Uh, the the part where I love that level where you climb all over the walker on Kashyyyk and you got to kind of jump around and find your way in there. Oh and then yeah, fight the I guys. forgot see, about that. Yeah. See, the, 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 uh, at some point when we were talking about the Mandalorian, you said you love, love to see parts of Star Wars that we never saw before, like yeah. the inside of a, of a right. crawler, right, sand crawler. Well, we get to see the inside of a walker for the first time in this video game, which was a lot of fun because you go in there and you have to kill the stormtroopers. There's something. In there. What is, what's going on in the back again? There's like a way you got to jump down. Yeah, there was like it's kind of hard to you, see. You basically have to kind of crawl, and it was tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to crawl, uh, grab onto the the vines hanging off this thing all oh, right. the way around it. You have to go all the way around it, and, uh, and then finally jump on the top and kill the stormtroopers sticking out of the out of the port. And then when you get in, there's something weird. There was something that it took me a while to figure out. There's a couple of guys in there and you have to kind of go, I don't remember the details, but then you get in there and you start controlling it and you can start shooting different things down. And then freaking Saw Gerrera pokes his head off. He's hanging off the side of him. Like, what? What's going on here? It's freaking uh, um, Saw Gerrera. And I thought, oh, that's so cool to have him in that as well. So that was very cool. But at this point, now I'm back on the other planet that I was on before. Um, oh god! They're whatever. revisiting. Well, I said yeah. I don't like. That's what I don't like about the game is, is that they they repurpose these levels. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. I want to find something new. I don't want to repeat this. I want to go on to but a different level. Fast travel would, yeah. would would make that would take that game from being an excellent game to being a fantastic like one of the all time. I would even say it's greats. an excellent game. I would say it's an okay game at this point. Ooh, but, wait, the story. Yeah, like the, the shocking thing is the story is really good. Yeah, the, the story. That's the thing. That's the only thing kind of keeping me wanting to come. Mm-hmm. Back to it is the story, and it ends big. Okay, well, it ends I'll big. Guess I'll get through it. Eventually. I'm telling you, big finish. <laughs> Terrify, a terrifying big finish. Okay, I'll tell you. I'm getting a little tired of not running into any of these. Uh, these what do they call them? The uh, adjudicator. What do you call those guys with the weird lightsabers? Oh, the uh, g- 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 I want to oh. say adjudicator. I don't think that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, what can I think of? What the? Oh, the uh, the the. Have you done the level with the Night Sisters and all that? No, yeah, I haven't no. done that yet. Okay. okay. Uh, the uh, oh, this is ridiculous that we can't remember what that's called. You're looking it up. I don't even know what to look up. What do you call these guys? I don't even know what to look up. There was one on Rebels, right? The Inquisitors. Inquisitor. Thank you, Adjudicator. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I always always think of uh, Mel Brooks, the Spanish Inquisition. When the well, that, that, no, that's Monty Python. No, that's Mel Brooks, the oh, Spanish Inquisition. Monty Python. Oh, no, they, oh, that's right. They do Nobody Expects the Spanish Inquisition. Mel Brooks does the musical um, of the Spanish Inquisition in the history of the world. Right, right, right. Okay. The anyway. Inquisition. <laughs> da, da, da. All right. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, you started a new uh, Instagram account that I think we should let some people know about in case you haven't seen it. And you're it. doing a, a new fan quest that we need to tell people about, too. Yeah, but let's talk about your thing first. Okay. So, this is um, at Star Wars Winnipeg is the account. Um, and it is essentially um, a, an Instagram feed with various – what are you doing? It is an Instagram feed with various. Sorry, I had to, I needed to get my my footstool for oh, when man. I do the podcast because my li- I have restless leg syndrome. No, oh. I, don't, I don't. But I like uh, at a certain point I need to shift and I need to change the positioning of my legs so that the blood flows to my head. Ah, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that'll help you remember the. Names. I made that all up, but I got a chair. Okay, so you started an Instagram account at Star Wars Winnipeg, and it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. You've got like different anything related to Star Wars, essentially, and and Winnipeg, which is like you know a lot of it is your stuff. You have photos of yourself as a child with all your Star Wars stuff. You have photos of your some of your toys on here. Um, here's a photo of all the different soundtracks for you have all the CDs, all the soundtracks for all the movies. So it's a way for you to show off your collection a little bit, but well, also other there's some other things as well on here. Well, I'm also going to post stuff that I see, um, like stuff in stores and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Like that's sort of something that it just I, it gets nothing in my regular Instagram feed. I see. Okay. Just, like people just do not respond to it, and I think it's because my usual Instagram feed is like family and former students mostly and current students and you know what it's like and so it's you know that portion of people who are motivated by fandom is not as large as if you start uh, your own niche and then and i do like it as as a separate thing because it is and the content is yeah. really good like you're, you're posting some interesting photos here i like the uh, by the way i never did thank you for that nerds uh thing you got me uh, you oh. on my desk so you put po- you post the photo here it's the star wars nerds literally star wars nerds it's a nerds rope as it's called i couldn't I, believe it i didn't even know that those existed a nerds rope which is essentially a bunch of nerds stuck to something what is the stuck to some kind chocolate of chocolate or, or yeah taffy so kind of sticky it's not thing. good for you, but it's, no. but the fact that it's called Star Wars Nerds, Star Wars Nerds rope, like yeah, product tie-in. So and this is Dark Side Cherry. Um, so I, I did enjoy that, yeah. and uh, it was a nice surprise. You posted that on there. Um, what else have you got on here? It's just a, it's just a variety of stuff, and and what I'm doing now is you know what happens when you start an Instagram account, you sort of need to. Like you can't, you can't just go. Hey, follow me. Uh, guns blazing. Let's do this without any posts. Right. So you got to spend at least a couple months setting it up, beefing it up organically, kind of making it something that so looks I, like something before you before you showed it from the rooftop. Yeah, so and that's sort of what good, I'm doing. Good amount right of content now. on here. Some of the stuff it looks like uh, is just off, taken off your photo roll of different photos you've taken in the yeah, past. Yeah. Like this one of the uh, the, the um, stormtroopers at the football game, that's from like a couple years ago. Yeah, I I got, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like that, I post that for Super Bowl and I'm just, yeah. you know, trying to thematically try it, tie it in. But uh, I've also got um, some good uh, photos from uh, prior Comic Cons and from you know, like a bunch of stuff like that. And you kind of, uh, you know, I'm just sort of like, as I say, beefing it up and then when you know, I'll be ready to roll in the spring when uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff, you know, like uh, your like fan quest and uh, although you're having it in the fall now, right? You're no, no, it's, it's in June. It's still in June. Oh, is it? In yeah. June? Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, so just yeah, just 
getting it starts just getting it loaded up and making it look like somebody lives there. And now you've got a series here, Star Wars uh, influences. Yeah, and it starts with the Hidden Fortress, which is a, you know that was yeah. one that uh, that Lucas always said was a, was oh. an int- in, influence on him. And, and the, I love it. And the so you get these two guys uh, in that in that. I mean, the the story is very similar to Star Wars as well because they have to rescue a princess from the Hidden Fortress. Hidden Fortress is the Death Star, but there are these two guys who are kind of the comic relief yeah. in that movie, and that's R two D two and C three PO. Sure is. Uh, and then you've also got now. Are you coming up with these or are these some, stuff? No, other yeah. It's, well, it's just stuff I've sort of saved it over the years. So you've got like just a com- to... comparison of the shot yeah. from. Is it Rogue One, the sun, sunset, sunset shot of the, the TIE yeah. Fighters? Oh, no, that's uh, that's actually – is that Rogue One? No, I don't believe so. I think that's uh, Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then that's that's very similar to the shot of the helicopters coming in from Apocalypse Now. When the, the, when the, yeah, yeah. The Ride of the Valkyrie scene yeah. with Robert Duvall. You've got 3PO and then the robot from Metropolis – uh, very similar looking robots. That's my favorite one. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, uh, North by Northwest. You got yeah. uh, Jimmy Stewart running away from a. Um, is that Jimmy Stewart? No, no who is that? Cary uh, Grant. Yeah. Um, running away from an airplane, the same way that Ray and Finn are <laughs> running away from Tie Fighters in the Force Awakens. What else here? There's a bunch. Of, there's Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Gone with the Wind itself. <laughs> <laughs> there start itself and and I've got I got a few more loaded up for okay. another time. But I basically I like I keep track of that stuff and and actually the place where I used to do all that was Pinterest. Oh, where okay. I post that stuff and I was and, and you know it, uh, my Force Awakens pin board on Pinterest has done more than anything else I've ever done on Pinterest. <laughs> and uh, after that it's kind of funny because I didn't post as much. I I created a pin board for each movie. My frequency of pinning dropped, and the frequency of people looking for it dropped, as as you know, as expected throughout the uh, trilogy. It does feel like things have gotten a bit quiet after this movie came out, after the rise of Skywalker. Well, we had the Mandalorian, like we were just, we just had an uh, an embarrassment of riches of Star Wars. I probably would have held off on the Mandalorian if I were Disney until until uh, uh, now, until now, right now, yeah. yeah. That probably would have worked better. I just—it's interesting because um, they needed it for sign up. Well, they're, they're now like we have no expectation of when the next film was going to come out. Like we always knew up until uh, right from when they announced the movies and they announced mm-hmm. the first date, we knew we were going to get a new Star Wars movie every two years. And now we don't know when when the next yeah. one's coming out. So there's a bit of kind of the unknown out there. We are focusing on Disney Plus and, and some other stuff right now, but. Um, they have to kind of give us some announcements soon, as far as what the next steps are. They have, as far as we know, Ryan Johnson is still working on that trilogy. Um, that's the only films that I'm aware of that are. It might in- be a single film now. Like I think they've. Oh yeah, that's right. They did talk they, about that. They've yeah. shown uh, a, a calendar with single films coming up. Nobody knows what what it is, kind of thing. At this point, there's like there's no promo for it. There's no, uh, you know, it's like. Everything is in the state of flux except not the next season of Clone Wars and not the Mandalorian, which we know is coming out, coming back in the fall. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Cassian Andor, I think, is until twenty twenty one. Yes, because and then of course Obi One's been delayed. Okay, why has so, that been delayed? Uh, you didn't hear about that. They uh, they went back to the back to the well for scripts. Oh, oh yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said that he, you know, he, people were asking him about it. And he's like, yeah, it's normal. It's like, was it right? Happens he, all the time. It's not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, and they've also apparently reduced the length of the series too. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that we'll we'll see how that goes. But Star Wars right now is a TV franchise for now. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. You okay? Oh with my that? god, I love. Uh, to me, the Mandalorian was the best new Star Wars we've had. I like it better. I like the Mandalorian better than the recent trilogy. I'm getting ready to rewatch it. I think I was starting to think about that the other day. I would really like to rewatch some of these episodes and kind of revisit this. Um, I could watch it again. Yeah, I really could. Watched watched it twice. You've already watched it twice. Yeah. Oh, actually, more than that in some episodes because I used to. I I watched them to it. I watched them twice when they first came out, and then I watched it again after that as a complete entity. Okay, it's good. It's fun to watch again, but. Disney on the Apple TV anyway, you have to drag the bloody cursor back to the beginning of the oh of the that's show. Weird. No. Like it's like like what you know, hey, can can't we have a an option where we can just restart everything? I don't know. Maybe there is one, but I could Well see Netflix what it has was. that. Yeah. Netflix has always had that option. Well, yeah, that's the default, but this uh huh. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um what else? Um yeah, we're going to talk about your. So, what do you want to talk about, about with fan, fan quest? Well, the fact you're doing it. Okay. The fact that Star Wars fans might want to go. Well, that that's the see, fact, maybe the, the we location. Yeah. So we are doing fan quest again. It's going to be at the Bay Downtown, mm-hmm. uh, which is a kind of an interesting venue. Um, it's going to be really nice as far as the space goes. It's on the fourth floor, and it's a you know it's a heritage building here in Winnipeg. So it's a really really beautiful uh, part of the tragedy of that building is they can't do much with it because they can't mm-hmm. gut it because it's a heritage building, but nobody shops at department stores anymore. So what was once a six floors of like merchandise at the Bay is now like, I think one, one and a half floors pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it is vacant. So there's, I had the option to either get the basement or the fourth floor. The basement is actually huge. When you go down there and see what's down there, it's like enormous. It's actually about half the size of the current convention center space, which is huge in itself so um and the price was was pretty good for that i just didn't wasn't confident that i could fill it all i did not want to have a bunch of empty space down there so i think that once we grow to a certain size we can move to that basement maybe next year um they, they had that lights uh, lights lights of to the north there yeah, yeah, they were, yeah when yeah. i went to went to i went to tour the space they were yeah. just kind of tearing that down so there was and but again it's huge like you think about all the stuff they used mm-hmm. to have in that basement they had a restaurant they had their groceries when i lived downtown in the 90s that's where i used to go grocery oh, yeah. shopping because that was the only grocery store in downtown winnipeg um, it wasn't the best grocery no, store. No, but it was there. It was something. I didn't have anywhere else to the go. The best part of it was they had uh, all the British chocolates that money could buy Yes, down that's there. right. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that was pretty impressive. That's true. So, yeah. Uh, so, we're on the fourth floor, and we're we're excited about the space. Um, I don't really have any current Star Wars-related guests or anything coming in. I oh. have not had a chance to really think of anything that would be interesting. Now, one thing I've been t- tossing around, um, there's a couple of guests I'm looking at bringing in that have to do with toy related toy collections and toy related fandoms mm-hmm. and i thought it might be fun to do another toy collectors panel remember you did that for me for the c4 event yeah i enjoyed that uh you were great the other person maybe not so much her her collection consisted of just stitch just stitch oh that's right remember? it was just stuff stuff, was like, stuff stitches like, from what, Lilo macrame stitch, stitch? No, just I was stitch. Like, oh yeah that's right for Lilo's. Yeah, that was her yeah. whole collection. It was just she a different. Some, st- she had some weird stories to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but you, <laughs> but you came in. and You show us your like your Star Wars collection. You show us your blue uh, saber tooth, snaggletooth, snaggletooth. <laughs> sorry, and and that's like you know your your prize kind of figure. That's a, like, yeah, the it's everybody's figure. favorite. Yeah. Um. So that was really good. But I thought I know a couple of other really big toy collectors in the city that that we could bring in as well and have a panel talking about collecting. Yeah. Why you do it? What the benefits are? Um. How, where do you draw the line? You could talk about how you don't really do it as much anymore, but you like you've got a lot of. 
stuff. Well, but but you know what? A lot of it's availability. To okay. tell you the truth, like I like if I had access to everything that came out, I probably would would buy all uh, like all the six inch black series still. But what pisses me off is the gaps in the collection that you just. You know, like you get to a certain point where you just can't pay a hundred bucks. Well, you're on you're eBay. talking about the option to buy it new in store as opposed right. to getting it from eBay or something. Well, right? eBay is always the price is always jacked, and then yeah. they get you a second time on shipping. Yeah. So it's not it's not a workable strategy over a long haul. It's okay to fill in like a blank here or a blank there, but if you you know there was like entire waves that didn't make their way. To the stores here, and you're just well, you know, you're talking about a thousand bucks for something you could have bought in the store for, you know, like for maybe a yeah. couple hundred. So yeah, you get at a certain point the math just starts to not work. So the other thing that gave me this idea is there was somebody else, one of our artists, who is going to be uh, um, kind of. I don't know if he's going to have his comic book ready, but he's certainly going to be selling some art at the event. But he also posts on his Instagram a lot of his figures, his toy figures. Mm-hmm. And one of the posts he had recently was he said these are the most useless or the most worthless Star Wars figures I own, and it was a collection of the, all the figures from the Phantom Menace. Still in their cards, still in, still in their uh, packaging, mm-hmm. and it's like th- that. Like he went out and bought them all at Toys R Us or whenever, wherever that when they first came out. And I don't know what the value is on those, but it's probably not as much as most people were thinking it would be when that movie came out. Right, right? And now those are like th- almost thirty years old. Those thirty uh, is that right? No, twenty years old. Sorry, twenty yeah. years. Ninety nine was Phantom Menace. So twenty years old now, and they're probably the value is not going to be going up anytime soon. That's right. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so I thought it'd be interesting to kind of dive into toy collection. Um, one of one of the guys I am looking at bringing in. I've been emailing back and forth with Toy Galaxy, which is a YouTube channel I've talked about here on the show a few times, and he's super nice. He's he, we're trying to figure out the logistics of it, but uh, he's open to coming. And his collection is insane. Like he doesn't just collect Star Wars; he collects everything he's got so many i don't know how you might i think i suspect he just uses his youtube revenue to pay for his toy collection I think uh, that, might, that might be the deal there because did he's he have just, good youtube he's, revenue? he's okay he's got about like two hundred fifty thousand subscribers oh yeah that's and, really so, that's, good so yeah, he's yeah. got a, a number of, of subscribers and he's growing and i honestly can't find anyone else putting out content like he does like he he does these um a couple different types of videos he does a history of video which talks about the history of either a toy line or a cartoon related to a toy line or maybe he did actually the history of Max Hedrum uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so that's just like these kind of pop culture things from the 80s and 90s from when we were younger. And I think he's around the same age as us as well. And then he also does these in the box uh, or these little uh, kind of light box um, videos where he just kind of you just see this this platform. He puts his toys out for display and kind of poses them and stuff and shows us all the new stuff he's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a top 10. He does, every year he does a top 10 figures that he buys. So he has of all the like all the figures he bought in a single year, he puts them all in and kind of sorts through them and picks his top ten favorite figures of that year. Hmm. Um, and now he's starting to go because he started the channel in 2015. Now he's starting to go reverse backwards from 2014 and in previous years to show us all his toys from that he bought before. So he's got a lot of toys. He's got hmm. tons. And so yeah, I think it might be fun to delve into that a bit and to get some of our local collectors out to talk about that as well. So and he he also has the the Boba set as we've talked about, which is uh, he just collects just figures, Boba Fett figures. He's got mm-hmm. like five hundred Boba Fett figures, and they're wow. all like some of them are all the, it's the same figure from like you know Empire Strikes Back or whatever. Like some of them are those, some of them are the newer ones. But he's just got like he's got like five hundred of them. Oh, exactly. I wonder if he'll expand to the Mandalorian. Well, he does. Yeah, I know he's got Mandalorian oh, yeah, stuff yeah? as well. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't know if he counts that as part of the Boba set because they're not mm. Boba Fett technically. But he does have, like, for example, he has a toy of the 
the Favreau, John Favreau's character from The Mandalorian, the one with the big gun. Yeah. Um, he's got that, and he's got all, all kinds of other stuff. So wow, uh, he's got a pretty impressive collection. So yeah, we again we're, we haven't not ready to announce him officially yet, but right. we are pretty close, I think, to making that all work and and bringing him in here to talk about what he does. What's so, the date again? Uh, June. Uh, that's the, another change we made. It's now going to be early June, first weekend of June. Uh-huh. So June sixth and seventh. Um, which again works a bit better for us as far as not competing with as much stuff in June. Like the X is always at that time, the Red River X, which is kind of a carnival. Mm-hmm. Other stuff we've been competing with. The other thing I like about the the, um, the location is that everybody in the city knows where the bay is. It's like that one of those locations you just, you just know. You don't even have to say. You just say the bay downtown, and everyone knows where that is. So it's very easy to find. And parking is the parking situation is much better than it is here, especially now we have all this construction going on. Around the campus where we've had FanQuest for the last two years, and it's even worse, so there's nowhere to park. And you, even mm. when you do park, you have to go out and move your car. Uh, the bay has a parkade attached, so people can just pay for parking. But there's also lots of street parking out there as well, so you can just park on the street. Cool. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. June 6th and 7th, again, we're, we're kind of getting our – we're gearing up for uh, more guest announcements in the next few weeks. But, again, I'm looking for – if anybody's got any Star Wars-related ideas, I'd love to kind of figure out more stuff to do as far as just celebrating Star Wars and uh, and that fandom because it's my favorite fandom. It's, it's what I love. Well, uh, you reminded me. I was actually uh, thinking – well, I'm definitely going to get my students to do a content marketing video where they're an influencer for something. And I was even thinking they could do FanQuest. Yeah. I've had tr- I've had uh, mixed results when I've done FanQuest related stuff with Cause the they students. Because uh, yeah. you know, I run it, so they right. probably think I'm just doing it for my own selfish reasons. And that's partially true. But it's uh, it, 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 didn't but it makes it well. easy. It's, it solves a lot of well, problems. Yeah, right? it does. But it's also um, – um, like, hey, I'll give you an example. So we're doing an assignment right now, which, which is – um, the CreekCon 50th anniversary event, yeah. which is something that your students are working on for your, for class, different yeah. for their proposal assignment, and yeah, my we're a week and a half behind, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah. Now that you mention it, <laughs> so we we are and we are going to actually plan this event. It's going to be here at the campus. Mm-hmm. But I I find with these assignments, you really have to get their the students buy in. They have to really want to do it when it comes to a real life thing because right. they're putting it out there. They they don't want to put anything out there that they're not proud of. I find, mm-hmm. which is why they're always reluctant to tweet and post and stuff when we ask them to do that stuff um so yeah we're just kind of working that out now and i think it's going to be an awesome event but with FanQuest, i don't think i think it'd be more difficult it's easy to get students to buy into a celebration of the program that they're in but not as many of them are like there's a few of them who are fans of the stuff that we like they like star wars and that kind of stuff but not all of them would so i would mm-hmm. i think you would get some pushback from students on that maybe give them some options and make FanQuest one of the options yeah or, i don't know it's up to you I was actually thinking of optional, like uh, three potential give, give, clients. Give them three different clients and let them choose, and they, yeah. can, do, they can do fan quests if the, they want to. The other to. thing that I do is I make the video unbranded so that it won't haunt like some poor client who doesn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who doesn't necessarily want to be associated with whatever it is we're doing over here. So it's like it's it's a challenge every year. To try it to is, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to find a, a like a nice client who will understand, sort of thing. Yeah, and and also who give yeah. uh, feedback to the students. Uh, by the way, they f- they finished their Total Toys ads. I don't know if I told you that. Um, they, some of them turned out really well, and it's interesting because. They, a lot of them go heavy on that toad pun. They really like the, I'm a toad, ribbit, ribbit. And they do lots of toad jokes. So I, I'm sitting there and we were listening to them in class. And I said, do you guys know where the name Toad Hall Toys comes from? And nobody did. Nobody knew. Nobody asked. Nobody yeah. asked that question. No. 
<laughs> you know, you know, but you know, you want to know the secret to the assignment every year? The secret is we go there and there's a giant sidewalk sale that's coming up. Yeah. I, I just keep my mouth shut. Just let them do whatever they're going to do. And then afterwards, like, anyone notice that sidewalk sale? Oh, lots, lots of them did the sidewalk sale thing. Well, they did ultimately. Oh, because you told them to. Yeah, okay, that- <laughs> I get it. I but get the it. first time through, that's one of the little elements that makes the timing perfect. Well, is I just that, find is that it's nobody notices. That nobody knows that the generational gap is so big on Toad Hall yeah. that nobody knows what Toad Hall is a reference to. Right, it's the wind in the willows. It's the uh, it's the classic oh, yeah. tale. Um, uh, who wrote those again? I don't remember who wrote those, but um, yeah, whoever that person was with, with yeah. Badger and, and all <laughs> yeah. those. I mean, I read those as yeah. a child. I read those stories, and they don't know that that's what that is. And so no. they all just think it's a toad. And even Mr. Toad, and is it the same Mr. Toad as Mr. Toad's Wild Wild Ride? I well, believe it is a version. They of They have a stuffed animal that's now their mascot on Instagram. Have you seen that? No, no. Yeah, yeah. And he's a he's a cute little stuffed toad. Oh, okay. Or whatever. And I think uh, I don't think he's the hello my baby toad <laughs> no 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 but there is a there's a mr yeah. so there is a version of wind of the willows that i think disney did yeah yeah mr and, toad's, uh, wild, mr. Ride. toad's yeah, wild ride is, right, is right. based on that so anyway all right what else any other star wars stuff we want to talk about today uh, it, er, uh see if i, can find I don't think so i don't think i have any uh i don't have any other than our new instagram and it's, fan it's, quest it's coming tough. that's pretty big it's so tough to find like again it's very very quiet right now for well and, and the you know the oscar stuff that we just discussed yeah it hasn't it hasn't been mad like if star Wars, if uh, john williams would have won i think that would have been a really nice thing that mm-hmm. we could have and i have the uh latest soundtrack to uh the the most recent film the rise of skywalker and it's really good i really like it yeah. i actually i actually have one thing to say about it since john williams didn't win i want to say it's got the best i think Final, you know, when the credits are playing, the best final consolidation of all the themes that John uh, Williams has written over the years. Uh, no duel of fates, sadly. Duel but of the it was fates. in the it was not it was not in the, the trailer only. It was not in the movie. No, not oh, that I know. Oh come on! Well, uh, it's not. A, I shouldn't say that because the soundtrack doesn't cover everything in the movie. But I don't believe it was. I really, to be honest, I don't remember hearing it during the movie. But I, I don't thought think so. that's another. That's a more like beat and switch from the trailer. I hate when they do that. Well, because it's such a big song, you know, like it's so big. Oh, yeah. It implies that some massive events are happening. Okay, I have something here for you. This is another one. Uh, Star Wars finally addressed Luke's lightsaber mystery. A good story for another time. Um, This is... Okay, wait, wait, wait. This is talking about Luke's lightsaber that uh, he, of course, loses when his hand gets chopped off in Empire Strikes Back. But there's a new comic book series um, that takes place shortly after The Empire Strikes Back. Um, with Luke, Leia, Lando, Chewbacca, 3PO, and R2-D2 having to fight their way back to the Rebel Alliance. The second issue sees Lando ask Luke for a favor. He wants to return to Cloud City, but he doesn't think the Rebel Alliance will allow him unless Luke pretends he wants to go and leaves Lando as a guide. Lando has a tempting offer for Luke if he agrees. Lightsabers are about the rarest things in the galaxy these days. You losing yours had to hurt. Well, I know Cloud City inside and out, and I know where your lightsaber ended up when it fell. Get me back there, and I'll show you. And then... um. He has a flashback. And do they show it? I don't know. Oh, they, that's it. Okay, so they they haven't gone there yet in the series, in the comic book series. But that's that's the next issue, I guess, of this comic. So they're going to go look for it. But I think regardless of what ends up happening, uh, he doesn't get it. Clearly, he doesn't get it. He builds his own after that, right? So I don't think uh, – I mean, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of a clickbaity headline too. Hey, that was clickbait. Well, what other, what else is online other than clickbait? Yeah. 
we have a wiener store replacing another wiener store. <laughs> That's clickbait. That's the biggest controversy in Winnipeg right now, Wienergate. <laughs> and that, and by the way, that is the news. There is no news. There was a wiener store that sold wieners, and now a new wiener store is moving in. No, but the first wiener store was forced out. That was the yeah. issue. Well, the first wiener store was like, we don't want you here anymore. We want a better wiener store. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this this new proprietor is concentrating more on schnitzel. You know, like, well, to be fair, it looks really good. The the photo I saw shows like look good. shows a Chicago style, a true Chicago style uh, hot dog, which has got tomatoes and all kinds of other mm -hmm. stuff on it, and it looks really good. I want to go and check it out. And Skinner certainly never did serve anything like that. No, it was it was like comfort food. What was it was like hot, hot dogs, burgers, and fries essentially. Right. It's like a little in the the drive the drive in over in. Um, Lockport is, is still yeah. there, so we can still go get Skinner's. Yeah, but that's what passes for news here and uh, where <laughs> we're from. So all, so clickbait to us is, like, very interesting news. It's like the New York Times to us. Yeah, okay. I'm not seeing anything else out here of note that we want to talk about as far as Star Wars goes, but I'll try and work my way through more of that game so we can talk yeah. about the, the – at least try and get that, that story – arc finish like and we can talk and actually talk about what happens there and even playing the game on the lightest level is still hard so you're I, like, think I think that's something okay yeah. so what i did one of those uh times i was actually after at the end of kashik when um uh so at the end of kashik you're on this kind of platform and you, you have to fight another atst which is the exact same thing you yeah, fight at the end of yeah. the previous level i'm like i don't want to have to fight one of these again so i did switch it over to easy mode for that because I, I got yeah. kept dying and that that's one thing i like about the game is that you can actually switch it over to easy mode and then if you want you can put it back to hard in the next level so you can go back to normal mode yeah. but that i had to switch it to easy for that level because it was killing me I'm See, like, I, there's I only, no point in this it's even i went so one level above easy whatever that yeah, is. So yeah. it's like story mode is the easiest yeah so I went one above that, and even there, I was like getting killed constantly. The like, best part of the game is when you're fighting stormtroopers, yeah. um, which you don't do enough because half the time you're fighting these stupid animals that are on the planet as well. And they're monsters. And they're, they're well, huge. I, don't, I don't even think of them as monsters. I think of them as indigenous life forms yeah. that we are killing because we are invading their national habit, natural habitat. I don't want to keep killing these things. I don't think it's very. That's a good uh, point. It's very not very light side to be killing these animals for no reason. That's like, a sure, very they, good point. Sure, they're attacking you, but you're yeah. you're in their land like you're the one invading them yeah, jedi so. knight should understand that yeah can't you put it to sleep or something you should be yeah. able to yeah you're right all right god damn it <laughs> now, there's another element of the game i don't like they're ripping they're drunk. ripping the baby cows away from their mothers no, i'm just joking okay let's see how you're gonna bring this back <laughs> <Who was? laughs> just well because yakim said that and then brought back the speech yeah no, won I them care. back I, I have no i have no way of doing that it's very hard I'm to do i'm just gonna end the podcast how about that we're gonna do that you way. steal milk from baby cows <laughs> that's all i know Dan. It's, is it blue milk? Is it the uh, is it the four four teated thing that what? we saw in the last Jedi? That we saw Luke aggressively that's drink. Right. Oh man, it's a living. All right, <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the forest hit you in the ass. Now I am the